Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 461, for Wednesday, April 4th, 2018. This is the BGG Top Ten Edition, a quarterly look at the top ten games on Board Game Geek. This information is as of April 1st, 2018, as opposed to last week's, which was from January 1st. We do have one new entry in the top ten this quarter, and so that means one game has to leave after two weeks at number 10, slide, uh, two weeks, two quarters at number 10, sliding back to number 11 is The Castles of Burgundy by Stefan Felt, published by Alia and Ravensburger, with a rating of 8.003. Now that's actually a gain of three points. It has not stopped gaining as The Castles of Burgundy. And it was only in the top 10 for two quarters this time around, but it had previously been in for eight quarters. It was in for two years earlier. It fell out, came back in, and uh, I would not be surprised to see it pop back into the top 10 again come next quarter because it has narrowed the gap between itself and the current number 10 game from 13 points to four. Follow that same trajectory and it will pass it. But for right now, at number 11. After three quarters at number nine, sliding back one spot to number ten is Seven Wonders Duel by Antoine Boza and Bruno Catala, published by Repos Production, with 8.007, a six-point decline. That's its fourth consecutive quarter of decline, and it's lost a total of 21 points over those four quarters. The new entry at number nine on a long, slow burn up to number nine is Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.031, 24 points more than Seven Wonders Duel, a 35-point increase from last quarter. Last quarter, Great Western Trail was number 11. Before that, 14. The quarter before that, 18. The quarter before that, 36. The quarter before that, 101. The quarter before that, well, that was when it was released. So it has taken six quarters to climb its way all the way, that's a year and a half, of course, all the way into the top 10, as opposed to more recent games that will just absolutely rocket into the top 10 within just a few months. But a continual upward trend for Great Western Trail. After two quarters at number seven, sliding back one more spot to number eight, the second longest running game in the top ten, Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.104. 73 points more than Great Western Trail. That's a bunch, so it's not going to slide past number eight for a while. Although that's 22 fewer than it had last quarter. That's a big drop for a top 10 game. This is its third quarter of decline. It also lost 20 points last quarter. Seven, the one before, that's 49 total points for a game that really spent a lot of time right in that 8.15 range. Now on the downward. Perhaps because of its sequel? It seems unlikely. It's not exactly a second edition. I'm not sure exactly why it's starting to drop. But 8.104 is the lowest rating it has had since January of 2015, 
over three years ago when its rating was 8.100, and it was number two. Uh, obviously, that rating would only be good enough for number nine today. So that's the different environment we see compared to just three years ago. After two quarters at number eight, climbing back up one spot to number seven, Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with a rating of 8.108, only four points more than Terra Mystica, but after, since it gained 16 after a couple of quarters where it was basically flat, uh, that's a 38-point swing between those two games, which allowed it to overhaul the pretty significant distance that had been between them over the course of the quarter. At number six for the second quarter, Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 8.170. Here another big gap, 62 points between Star Wars Rebellion and Scythe, as it notches a little bit more of a gain, a two-point gain here, which is the smallest one it has had yet, and still, at a rating of 8.170, is the highest rating ever for a number six game, which it sets for the second quarter in a row. At number five for the second quarter, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.192. That's 22 points more than Star Wars Rebellion, 24 points more than it had last quarter, which is because they were basically tied last quarter. It was a, it was, it had a slight lead out to multiple decimal points. So it actually gained 24 points after gaining 21 last quarter, so a larger gain than it had last quarter. It sets the mark for the highest rated number five game, and this is the fifth quarter in a row that that's been done. Star Wars Rebellion had been setting that mark for a few quarter, all of last year, basically. Uh, but it closes the gap significantly between the juggernaut at number four, there for the second quarter in a row, Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with 8.202. That's an eight-point decline, which is the largest decline it has had since January of 2016. That's when Pandemic Legacy walloped it and took it down to about this level. It regained a lot of the ground it had given up to Pandemic Legacy, but now has slowly been giving it back. And it is the largest decline, although last quarter's decline was seven points, not largest by much. It is the sixth straight quarter of decline, and 28 total points have been given away in that time. It was at a high, again, of 8.230, but now only 10 points between Twilight Struggle and Terraforming Mars, and the delta between them this quarter was 32. So it seems almost a lock that Terraforming Mars will pass Twilight Struggle for number four, forcing the longtime number one to give up yet another chart position next quarter. At number three for the second quarter, Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Kavadal, published by Czech Games Edition. And here we see the top 10 space out quite a bit. 8.316 is through the ages' total. That's 104 more points 
than Twilight Struggle, although it is an eight-point decline. Only the second time it has lost ground in the nine quarters it's been on the list, and the larger of those two times. At number two for the second quarter, the third longest-running game in the top ten at this point, with ten, Terra Mystica had 19. Of course, Twilight Struggle every time. 46 quarters for Twilight Struggle. But number two is Pandemic Legacy. Season one, of course, by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.503. That's 187 points, more than through the ages. And that's a five-point gain. Pandemic Legacy has yet to lose ground, although it is the is still a relatively small gain, it continues to add to its rating. And if it weren't for the game in first place, this again would be the the most the highest rating we've ever seen. Because no other game has had a rating higher than Pandemic Legacy, except the current number one. Though, for the second quarter in a row, with that being true, it sets the mark for the highest rated number two game ever, obviously, while the game at number one sets the mark for the highest number one obviously, for the second quarter in a row. And there at number one for the second quarter is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with a rating of 8.621. 118 points more than Pandemic Legacy. That's a gain of 120 points. Last quarter only had a three-point margin at the first of the year. Now that margin is 118, which really is a massive gap, of course, but it under, even undersells how impressive this this mark is because it's 305 points more than through the ages. That's the gap between number one and number three. That gap between number one and number three of 305 points is basically equivalent to the gap from number three to number 10, where that, the gap there is 309. But even that, I think, undersells how impressive Gloomhaven's total is because the gap from number one to number four is 419 points, 8.62 to 8.20, 419 points. Now the equivalent gap there from number four to, well, let's go back 419 points, takes us all the way down to number 36, where the seventh continent is making a powerful rise and move forward. The same gap between number one and number four, 
is the gap between number 4 and number 36. Uh, so that tells us a couple of things, which is one, that Gloomhaven is just crazy, crazy high rating. I mean, I feel like I've used up all my superlatives on Pandemic Legacy, but take all the amazing things I said about Pandemic Legacy or about Twilight Struggle in the years before that and apply them to Gloomhaven and then just kind of multiply that times two because it's really quite an impressive accomplishment. But it also tells us that the games, once you get outside the top 10, the games are not separated by very much, right? Like just a cup, just like what the difference we see between a couple positions in the top 10 spans sometimes 10, 20 positions outside the top 10, but still in the top 100. Still, uh, for the long time to come, Gloomhaven is going to be the number one game. Its average rating is well over nine, and it, it's been extremely stable. So, again, while I, while I can't imagine... I could never imagine Pandemic Legacy being passed. I, I also can't imagine Gloomhaven getting passed. It's going to take something with the same... It's going to capture the board game geek community to the same extent that Gloomhaven did for it to be unseated. And uh, honestly, it's probably going to be a couple of years or more before that happens. For Wednesday, April 4th, 2018.